When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Grab a blanket and get comfortable. The Grab a Blanket podcast starts in 5, 4, 3, 2, with Wings Productions presents Grab a Blanket, the podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Oliveri. We've all lived through some trying times in the past couple of years. We've had to find new ways of doing things, creative solutions to problems we'd never dreamed of. We've had to revisit our relationships with work, family, friends, and even ourselves. And when things became overwhelming, We had to dig deep to find ways to bring feelings of comfort, joy, and safety into our lives. In this podcast, we'll explore the different ways we find solace and peace of mind. This is your moment to settle in, get cozy, relax, light a candle, grab a blanket, and spend a little time with us as we explore the various paths that people take to add a little joy to their lives. My guest today is Tony Oliveri, who just happens to also be my husband. Tony and I first connected in January of 1999 when his band Like Hell came to play a show in Quebec City where I was living. It was a very cold, very stormy January night in Quebec City. The concert was not so well attended, mostly due to bad road conditions, I think. And after their show, we ended up sitting next to each other at a small pub around the corner. We talked all night long until about four in the morning and then parted ways. A few weeks later, I received a letter in the mail from Tony saying how great it was to meet me and to hope that everything is going well for me. And I wrote back right away and never heard back from him. Seven years went by and I found that letter in a filing cabinet. And I thought at that point I had a computer uh, and MySpace was a big thing. And I thought, oh, this guy was really nice. I should look him up. And I found Tony on MySpace and sent him a message saying, you know, you probably don't remember me, but we met seven years ago in Quebec City and I wrote you a letter, blah, 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 blah. And he wrote back right away uh, that same day saying, I do remember you, but I, I never got your letter. And so we started 
you know, talking and, and going back and forth with messages and instant messaging and talking on the phone. And within 10 days, we just knew we were going to get married. Um, and within a year of that message, we had gotten engaged and married and bought a house and, uh, yeah, we're on our way. We had we had played catch up quite quickly. So it's it's been a beautiful love story. And I'm so excited to share Tony's insight into the things that bring him comfort with you. Um, but just before we get started, I should probably mention that Tony's um, a musician as well. And he has been quite successful in his musical career. He's been in several bands, some of which have toured all over the world. Um, and he has toured extensively, of course, in the U.S. So many people have heard interviews with Tony in the past, mostly related to his musical exploits. But today we're taking uh, kind of a, a different look at Tony and coming at him from a different angle. And I hope that you find comfort and some joy listening to it. And lastly, as promised, each episode of the Grab a Blanket podcast will feature a recipe provided by our guests in the show notes, so be sure not to miss it. Uh, Tony, we hadn't finalized exactly what he was going to share with us, but after our conversation, it sounds like he will probably be sharing his fantastic, I know from personal experience, uh, garlic broccoli pasta recipe. So be sure to check the show notes for that. Okay, it's time to get cozy. Settle in. The conversation starts now. Hello, Tony. Welcome to the Grab a Blanket podcast, broadcasting from inside our house. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks. How are you doing today? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. I get to hang out with you. It's good. <laughs> right on. Right um, on. Well, let's jump right in. It's cold and snowy today. What are you doing to make yourself comfortable on this cold Minnesota winter day? Uh, well, today I am staying in some super comfy clothes. I've got uh, my pajamas on. <laughs> uh, actually, I drove Luca to school and when I came back, I'm officing from the house today. And so I put some comfy, comfy pajamas on and some uh, nice, nice comfy clothes up top and uh, warm socks and hanging out with the animals. Nice. And uh, speaking of animals, is that something that brings you comfort? Or is there a specific person or creature or living thing that you like that that brings comfort to your life, to your day? Yeah, without a doubt. Well, obviously, the dogs bring a lot of comfort. Um, it's uh, just really nice <clears throat> to be able to like sit down on the couch and get, you know, to sit next to them and have them just kind of comfort up next to you get all comfy cozy and uh uh yeah it's nice I, it's it's really comforting too like samson our our younger dog who sometimes can be a bit of a spaz and <laughs> it's nice to get him uh it's comforting to be able to bring him down and get his heart rate down and uh get him like just totally ah and there's something super comforting about doing that too, because you know you have to do that inside to make that work with him. Otherwise, if if I'm not comfortable or if I'm feeling spazzy or whatever, then he's gonna read that too. So it's that's kind of nice. Um, but yeah, cats, cats, and you know, I used to have a cat named Sarah, 
And she really, really, really uh, brought me a lot of comfort back when I used to, you know, be single and live alone when I was in my early 20s. And, uh, and it was just so nice to, you know, even though I didn't have roommates or anything like that, I'd come home and she just would be there and I'd open the door and she'd say hello and cat to me and, and talk to me and cat. And uh, it was pretty cool. And, uh, and we, you know, had all our little, all of our little rituals that we would do. She was a pretty well-trained cat. I'd teach her to, I, mean, I didn't really have to teach her. Like I'd go rugger, rugger, and she'd go to the rug and then scratch a scratcher. She'd go to the scratching post, sink a sink She'd run up to the, jump up into the sink in the bathroom. And she just was like my little, my little, uh, my friend. And so she brought me a lot of comfort back then too. And, um, but yeah, I mean, obviously uh, animals big time do it. I think also family is a big, a big thing. Uh, you know, I mean, having you and Luca and there's just some like, like downstairs in the middle of the night, come up late and you guys are already in bed. There's just something so comforting about, you know, looking at you guys sleeping in your own respective rooms, just all peaceful. And uh, there's, that's, that's actually a really comforting thing as well. I love it. Just the knowing that everyone's safe and warm and comfortable. Exactly. Yeah. And just warm and, and uh, sheltered and, and the dogs and the family. And as my mom used to say, everybody, everybody is where they're supposed to be. Ah, that's beautiful. Um, And we kind of went, did a blast from the past there with your cat from when you were younger. Is there anything going off that tangent, anything from your childhood that you either still do or you did as a kid or that you look back on when you need to kind of, you know, either you're having a tough day or whatever, and you want to just try and calm down or, or make yourself a little more chill. Is there anything you look back on or any tricks that you had back then in childhood that you carry into today? Not actually. I've learned more tricks now than what I did back then, you know, and I think that, that I've kind of not into meditation like per se, but I am a little bit and I'm starting to learn the power of it and how it works and how important it is to quiet the mind and slow the mind down. And uh, that's something that I've been doing more recently, but in the past, what I would do, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm a drummer and, uh, and so like that was drum therapy used to be a thing that I always used to do just because it was like, you know, if I was having a bad day or whatever, I just would go and get, go either go to the, the practice space and just jump on my drum set and just, you know, play loud or soft or whatever, just kind of do a free flow, whatever I was feeling. And when I was done with that, all of a sudden it was like, ah, <laughs> much better. <laughs> and, and it's kind of since then too, I, I, I play as you know, golf and I, golf is the same thing for me it's like I don't know what it is but when I you know after you hit the first ball off the first tee you you just all of a sudden going for this walk and it's just like everything else that's going on in your life kind of takes a back seat and you're just in a zen moment of uh walking in the woods you know and on grass nature hearing the birds and uh you know you're not worried about all the little bills or ticky tack stuff going on in your life, you're able to just concentrate on that little white ball. And, and, uh, you know, it's just, you know, 
basically you against yourself and and uh you know and then that's where it's really important to have a quiet mind and 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 uh zen out because if you're sitting there thinking about anything it's such a hard thing to do and if you're thinking about anything else whatsoever you're not going to be able to do it very well but um but yeah, that, that that's another thing I used to do when I was younger. Is like showers, like take you know, I don't know. I was like taking a shower, always seemed to be like a cleansing like thing where I just would wash wash the day off or wash the bad juju or bad energy or whatever. And 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 then I you know I used to I used to do that. Just remember the memory when I was a little kid. Uh, I used to love taking a shower before going to bed. And then I remember uh, my, my parents had a wall air conditioner, a big monster wall air conditioner. And what I would do is I would, after I would take my shower, I would go stand in front in the summertime, I'd stand in front of that wall air conditioner and just get really cold. <laughs> and then I would run and go under the covers and go to sleep. And it was just like, uh, super, like, I don't know, I just like, I just felt so comfortable and so home. Oh, and that I just triggered a memory. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's what this uh, is for. Uh, well, there we go. Yeah. Uh, when I was a little kid, I used to have this blanket. And uh, Aha, that, grab a blanket. Uh, grab a no. I, I didn't even. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do this. Uh, yes, there was a blanket, and I can't remember. I can't remember if it was orange or yellow or pink or it was, it was like some old '70s color, '60s '70s color, and but the tip of it or the edge if you will had was just really soft kind of satiny and then the rest was cloth and it just I yeah, you know, my gosh I can't believe I'm just remembering this right now <laughs> but I used to I used to just lay in bed and just like hold on to that little just kind of almost like a worry rock or whatever you just just kind of go back and forth and hold it and is this kind of like everything's going to be okay? <laughs> Funny base. how blankets, yeah, blankets do that. I, well, you know, I love blankets. We have way too many of them, but bl- blankets are awesome. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So earlier you were talking about that that old blanket that you had as a kid, um, and that brings to mind: Are there any objects like a specific, maybe from your childhood, like a toy or a certain bowl or a certain anything that that you really that cherished that brought comfort to you when uh when I was younger in Montessori school I guess I would have been four four or five then and uh I uh I had this little like Snoopy doll it was a little little dog doggy with a all white with a black ears and I went to Montessori and I had my first crush in my entire (laughs) life her name was Susie Thorson And she was a little, a blonde girl who always wore her hair in pigtails. And, uh, and so when I, I, my little dog that I slept with all the time, I named the dog Susie and because of the black ears or or the pigtails and, and, uh, and I used to hug and hold Susie in bed. And that was my, my, my one little toy or doll that I remember as a kid, I, was really didn't have a lot of those, but I, I, I guess I was more about uh, quality over quantity, and uh, that, <laughs> that Susie was top notch. <laughs> I I loved the heck out of I loved the heck out of her, Aww. and uh, and uh, but yeah, the little Susie dog was uh, definitely one of the objects that Susie and and that blanket uh, were my two uh, 
my two things for uh, when I was when I was really young. You touched on on drumming earlier, which I think many people listening will know that you, of course, are a musician and a drummer, and you've you've done a lot of touring um, in your lifetime. And so that brings me to when you were traveling and you were far away from home. I'm sure sometimes that was hard. Um, what was there anything you did on the road that helped you kind of stay connected to home or feel more at peace or more comfortable maybe when things were not so easy on the road with the bands? Well, I think, I think the drum therapy came into effect there. It, <laughs> it was all about, you know, when you're on tour, it's all about hurry up and wait. And you just like 20, 23 hours of the day, you're waiting to go just to do that one hour show or whatever it is, however long the set is. And <laughs> that's it, you know? And so the drum therapy came in. Another thing that I used to do, and I'll come back to this, but I used to enjoy going for rides, drives. And that was something that brought me comfort was just like kind of getting in a vehicle and either I used to crank music and listen to music like loud and or whatever in the car. And, and now when I do it more, it's sometimes I almost prefer to have no music. It's, but it's just like, but the options there. Um, but it's just nice to have, have, you know, just, you're just by yourself, just kind of driving, moving. I, I, I always like to be moving. And I think that brings moving brings me comfort. Um, with, with the, uh, with the radio too. another thing that I've been doing is with all the stress and everything that's been going on in the world is I've been, instead of listening to the news or listening to music, every once in a while, I'll turn on a comedy channel on the radio and uh, on satellite radio or whatever. And, and I've been finding that's been bringing me comfort too, because I'll just be driving and uh, you know, a male or female comedian will just like all of a sudden make me literally just lose it in the car and I'll start laughing. And people who are looking at me just probably see me, you know, just like, what the heck is that guy on, you know, or what, 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 what's he doing? And uh, I want what he's having. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But, um, but so then, so with all that, going back to your question about the uh, being on tour, I think that the movement, the traveling really uh, you, in a weird way, like to some people, driving for anywhere, you know, four to eight hours at 10 hours a day, uh, you know, it's like, it's like nightmare, but to when, you know, when you're doing it and as a musician, that's your life. And that's, that is what normal is. You know, you're, Mm -hmm. you're used to rattling and kind of vibrating and all that. And like, when we get home from tour, you know, you're all ready to kill each other. I'll need to take a break, (laughs) but, but, then all of a sudden, after a week, a week after just kind of like catching your breath and whatever, I'll say, okay, when's the next tour? I can't. I'm ready. I'm ready to go out again. So I so I think it kind of the, on tour it was a combination of the moving that brought the comfort, the you know the, the music playing playing, and you know we didn't really play a lot of music in the van, so to speak. I mean, sometimes we would, but I think a lot of the time it was just kind of time for everyone to just kind of zone out in your own little quadrant, your own little bench area. Again, we each had our own, as, as we got more successful, we were able to like, not just be crammed, you know, eight people in a van, like the first few tours or whatever. Uh, you know, we got, we have a trailer and we, and we weren't doing bus tours with, you know, my most recent band, but we had our own like 
uh, like row, if you will, you know, so like you could like you could lay down if you wanted to and just have your own little space. And so I think it's pretty much. Yeah. And then sleeping, sleeping brings comfort. Sleeping uh, is I think. awesome. And so sleeping, <laughs> that, that was another thing that that, you know, it's just there's something that's really, you know, good, good sleep uh, is is like really nice. And so I, that that's that's what I got. I don't think you realize how amazing sleep is really until you have a baby and then you can't, you're not allowed to sleep for a really long time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's, that's it. Someone had told me, gave us the, you know, everyone gives advice mm-hmm. when they find out that you're pregnant and, and uh, I can't remember who it was who said it to me or us or what they said, uh, you know, Oh, really? How, how many more months? You know, oh, she's doing two months or three months. And they said, get as much sleep now as you can because it's over after. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Okay. Let's switch it up a little bit. Well, I guess we, we're, I'm, it's still another tangent because we just talked about touring and traveling and whatnot. Is there a specific place that you kind of turn to, whether it's like a bedroom or looking back on a trip to, I don't know, Paris, is there a specific geographic place that comes to mind when you're trying to, you know, bring that sense of, of peace and comfort and happiness to your mind? Well, number one place is definitely my bed. Uh-huh. You know, that, that is, that, I mean, that, that's just home. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, there's just your pillow, your sheets, your bed, your, you know, just everything about it. That's just, you know, super comfortable. But as far as, you know, traveling around the world, or if there's any place, I mean, just, in general, water brings me comfort and happiness and, mm. and sitting by the ocean. And I just like, I don't know if it's because, you know, living in Minnesota and being, you know, we have obviously a lot of water, but it's, you know, landlocked, not with, with oceans or whatever. And it's just a whole different vibe. And, yeah. and just this, the smell of the salt water and uh, how therapeutic that is and the sound of the waves. And there's just something that, that just instantly, like if, Whenever I've been lucky enough to go on vacation and get off the plane and check into the hotel and throw on your swimsuit and go down to the beach. And it's just like, it's, it's, it's just like all of a sudden a, a switch turns off and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. ah, and it just feels so nice. And it's just like, I, and I go, and why am I not doing this every day of my life? You know? and <laughs> right. why, 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 what, you know, but then obviously, I don't know. I, I, curious if the novelty would wear off after a while I, I mean you know actually I, I think maybe someday we should try that we should do a little case study and see just okay, go for a really long go. vacation <laughs> well I think let's let's you know, just for scientific purposes yeah. I think we should uh we should find out exactly uh uh you know if indeed we would get sick of it yeah and uh, I like that idea <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah just so like I mean and then in general I mean I, I like going to New York city and like or busy cities like that. I mean, definitely doesn't bring com- comfort. I mean, I enjoy it mm-hmm. and I love visiting and I totally hang out there, but I don't think I could like ever live there just because it's just so crazy. Uh, you know, just personally, but I, I love it. And I mean, I could sit and hang out and work for months or, or something like that, but I just, I just, when I go there, I just never feel like, I don't feel like it's home. If, like, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
definitely would between the coasts, I feel like I'd be more of a West Coast person than the, than the East Coast. And I think that, I don't know if I just like the Pacific Ocean better or what, but um, one of the most beautiful cities in the world that I've been to probably the most outside the country um, would be down in Mexico at Puerto Vallarta. And mm. I just don't know what it is about that town, but there's just, it's, that bay is just so beautiful and and having the mountains behind and then and then just, uh, you know, sitting and watching the whales jump out in the water and, and then the, those incredibly beautiful sunsets. And just that's that's a place that I, I, uh, I think about a lot when I uh, if I close my eyes, if I need to kind of meditate or think, OK, think about a, uh, a place or something like that. And I'll think about, uh, you know, sitting sitting at the beach early morning when nobody's there or else sunset. And just uh, you know, watching watching the sunset go down and the, the twilight, and and uh, that's that's those are things that come to mind. I love the the whole beach scene because it's such a full sensory experience. You've got, like you said, the smell of that salty water and the sound of the waves, and then the obviously you're you're looking at a beauty no matter where you turn. And then there's the feel of the sand under your feet too. There's something really comforting about that. It's almost like a little massage when you walk along the beach, right? It kind of forms to whatever your shape is. So it's like a, it's like a hug being on the beach. Yeah. Well, and, and therapeutic. And it's just like, I mean, heal like if you have any cuts or, Mm -hmm. you know, anything, all of a sudden they seem to heal up instantly. And another thing I love doing when I'm at the beach is, you know, these talk, say watching all that stuff is, I love watching those little white birds and like how they're right at the, uh, like, you know, that's the other thing too. You just sit and think about stuff that you never really think about, but it's just like sitting and watching like one bird who's just like, has a wave come in. And then once the wave goes out, he starts picking at the sand, digging, whatever. And then they do the, instead of flying, they, they put their they little run. legs running back, run back and <laughs> forth. And I don't know why I just, lo- I love watching them do that. And, and it's just like, it's a silly thing, but, but it just like, all of a sudden you just sit there and think about that bird and, you know, what he's doing, what, what, what who his bird friends are, what, what, you know, what, what he's, what he, what he's been up to. And, I don't know. It's kind of to start thinking about random things like that. So you can let your mind wander because you're relaxed, right? Exactly. Yeah, you're not thinking about all the other the to do lists and the. So speaking of to do lists, are there any habits that you have that? Um, and I know we have a long to do list, and we're doing this instead. But <laughs> are there any habits that you have, like either making lists or I don't know certain routines? or things like that, that you do to help kind of keep you on track and help keep you centered and, and feeling good? Hmm. No, no, I personally, I don't, you know, I, I, I said, I have been kind of getting into uh, a little bit of meditation, mm-hmm. which it the last several years. And, and I'm just saying to myself, Oh my gosh, why didn't I not start doing this when I was, you know, in my late early twenties, I actually even told Luke, our son, I said, dude, you got to try this, man. You know, he's going to go, yeah, right. Whatever dad. But I hopefully, hopefully the fact that I say that to him, that means that he won't wait as long as I did, but it just, it doesn't have, it's not like this. I always used to think it's like this really, you know, everybody's all, you know, wearing these funky clothes and, you know, whatever. <laughs> and, and it's, you know, not very punk rock or whatever, but uh-huh. it's just like, it, it's, 
what's cool about it is it's just like it's it's you just find what works for you and and you know, with all this technology and being able to find little apps and and little like things to listen to on the phone like you can you can listen to one that's like three hours long or I found this one that's just this little two-minute app that I'll just I'll, I'll, you, I'll lay down and and just put it on and it starts with this like bell that I just absolutely love the sound of this bell <laughs> and it just it, it just it just goes ding. I know how it kind of reverberates. Yeah. And I don't know. It's like it's voodoo, but it, whatever it does, <laughs> it, it like all of a sudden I just like, but then I sit and listen to this, this lady do her thing. And then, and then it's done in two minutes. And then I just sit and stay, stay like, you know, chill after it. And I've, it just, it's, I found that that just really has, has helped me. And then, so then I've dived, dived in a little bit more and tried going with that. Uh, this other guy that was like a 35 minute one. And you know, that, that starts getting a little bit long, but after I get done with it, I feel like, Oh my gosh, you know, just like, I, I feel like I'm, I'm almost out of my, not to sound corny, but like almost was taken out of my body. And like, and, and it's just like, really like, Whoa, this is so cool. And just like my mind is, you know, calm and, and my body's calm and I'm just like, so I go, yeah, this is what it's all about, you know? And so, yeah, those are, those are a couple things that I do. Beautiful. Yeah. I, I remember the very first time I tried meditation wasn't that long ago either. And I just did like a one minute thing, just sitting on the floor of our living room. And all of a sudden I went, holy moly, I feel completely different than I did a minute ago. It's I don't know. I, I never did it either until recently. And it's, it's pretty crazy how that works. It's amazing. I mean, it's not for everybody, but I, I recommend everybody to, to try it, you know, at one way or the other, because what, Hey, what do you got to lose? And, and then secondly, uh, you know, just go into it with an open mind and maybe start, start with the lower minute ones or something like yeah. that. If, you know, and, uh, but then there's obviously other things too, like just what, like some people, oh, here we go, triggering an old memory. Like I used to love to sleep with a fan blowing on me at night. Just cause I, again, there's that movement thing I was talking about mm-hmm. is having, having a fan on me, but uh, white and the white noise of it, like can drive some people crazy. But with me, it did, maybe it's cause I'm a deaf rock and roll drummer, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. So the, there's, different videos and or you know audio tapes and stuff like that that you can hear that have uh the sounds of just like waterfalls mm-hmm. ocean you know even something simple like that um is just like having that in the or a thunderstorm you know the sound of a thunderstorm for hours you know that could be a way to start as well just listening to those and just kind of seeing if you know if that that works for you or not um I, I I like listening to that, but then all of a sudden, like you sit, I'm trying to relax, but then all of a sudden I I'm sitting dissecting it, going, I hear the loop. This is the loop. I can hear where <laughs> you know, musician I, I, problems, I, I, right? Exactly. I go, okay, I, I, I can I that the thunder is going to come right now, and then like, boom, there's thunder. And uh, <laughs> but uh, but that's uh, that's something too. That's uh, you know oh, oh, for for somebody that just wants to get into it, but yeah, can't, can't 
can't say enough about that stuff. Yeah, I think it's sort of like food, right? So sometimes you got to try a couple times or um, I know with the meditation thing I had to go through, you know, it depends on the person's voice and what they're saying and what's the background noise. Is it music? Is it sounds? And you kind of have to try a few things before you, you find the right one, but it's, it's worth the time. Exactly. But then what one that you think isn't like having that weird background noise, think might be distracting and not good at first, actually sometimes eventually might be cool. You know? So I think, mm -hmm. I think it, it, just like anything, it, I think it, excuse me, it depends on what your mood is. And, 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 you know, some, some days require a certain, yeah, a certain type of meditation. It's just like music, you know, it's like therapy. You can't, you know, sometimes, you know, you're in the mood to like really, really rock out and, you know, you want to hear some Metallica or something heavy, mm -hmm. but then there's other days where it's like, no, it's today's more of a reggae day, you know, and right. or more of a, you know, like that. So I think, I think, you know, just kind of, it's not just like one size fits all or whatever. I think it depends on, uh, it's a prescribed, prescribed, uh, dosage. Well, you touched on something there with the, some days you want the heavy metal and some days you want, you know, jazz or whatever. Is there, is there a specific either book or movie or, or music or, you know, any, any kind of thing like that, that, you kind of turn to that's a tried and true, okay, like listening or watching this or reading this will, you know, help me kind of chill out and feel good. Hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds now, obviously, uh, I, I, I've been, <laughs> this is embarrassing to say, but going back to the golf thing, yeah. uh, you know, like sometimes <laughs> like if I, if I, system like need to just get my mind off of everything that I've got this app where I uh ha will go to a golf course that I have uh played and I'm familiar with and I will play the course in my mind mm -hmm. and it you know it makes me you know it makes me just kind of okay you know think okay if I hit a 225 yard drive over here I have 139 yards in front of the, you know wherever and so that's something that, that I I've, I've done recently to do it as far as movies you know like I, I think yeah I mean it, I, it, there's nothing like like just like oh, I'm gonna I've got to watch a James Bond movie or I've got to watch this or again it's all kind of depends on on where you know where you're at you know and I think I'm kind of like a always have been a Luke Skywalker use the force type of person where I just kind of go with the flow and that that's how it's meant to be you know it just we're, we're, it kind of life just pulls you where you're supposed to be and I just think about like one morning when I was single living in my old condo years ago and and I was just having a really bad morning and I don't know what it was but this was like in a bad mood and, and I turned on the tv and uh, and the movie Dirty Work uh, came on with Norm Macdonald and I'd never seen it before. And I don't know what it was, but that was exactly the prescription the doctor ordered. And it's just like, I just started laughing. And again, like I was saying earlier about, you know, what people look at me go, what is that guy, <laughs> guy thinking or whatever? Uh, what's he on? Like all my people in the building must've been <laughs> is he okay. But it was just, it was so therapeutic. And so, you know, so like, I think it's sometimes it just kind of, you know, it just, it, 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 life brings you where you're supposed to be. And, and, and that, and 
you just have to listen and and be open to you know like okay there's there's a reason why this show came on or whatever and and you you and I watched the movie Heaven Can Wait mm-hmm. together the original well the uh Warren Beatty version from the I think it was early 80s late 70s early 80s yeah. and uh 77 maybe and I don't know what it is about that movie but I I mean I've seen it a dozen times and but it it's just like I get I get it choked up in it and like and it's like the music and the casting and the acting and I know what's going to come up next and and knowing what's going to come up next gets me choked up and <laughs> and the music makes me choked up and and it's just like I don't know. It's just so it's, it's weird how, you know, movies and movies and that's the beautiful thing about movies and film and, and going to plays and it's like, you can really, it's an escapism and you're able to tap into, you know, different, different areas of the mind or everything. And so you kind of forget about everything else, put your guard down a little bit and, and maybe, maybe uh, because you're not susceptible, but, vulnerable or a little bit uh you know just if you're able to put your shield down from the day in life and and you know all of a sudden start crying <laughs> watching good times when, when <laughs> what's his name died you know and uh uh-huh. you know it's just like like no and uh yeah so yeah it, it's interesting how even something that makes you cry can still be comforting. I've always found that dichotomy so interesting, but it's true. You know, I'll watch um, my generational movie that does that is the never ending story. And there's this scene where this horse is sinking into the swamp of sadness and it, you know, like I just bawl every time. And yet I still keep watching that movie for some reason. And it still, it kind of, it's like a little blanket almost, you know, like a little security blanket. It's, tried and true and I know how it ends and even though you go on that roller coaster of emotion it still feels good somehow totally sinking in a swamp of sadness I know and then okay well now I'm gonna get into stuff and I'll make it quick but you would think that his human who's with him who's super sad that his horse is sinking would then also sink into the swamp of sadness but no so I don't know just saying it just it's weird anyway Moving on. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to, this is going to be our last kind of topic. And uh, I forgot to remind you that every guest has to provide a recipe, not like right now talking, just so that I can put it in the show notes. So maybe think about what recipe you're going to want to share. But um, while you're thinking about that, let's chat about food because I know we both love food. So, what is there a certain dish or a certain something food-wise that brings you comfort that you like, whether it was when you were a kid or or today, is there anything special that, or not special, very ordinary, but something that is just comforting for you? Well, the first thing that comes to mind are tacos, um, <laughs> but and they are comforting and they do bring me joy. Yes. I, I, think, and, and, I think, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but you make as many, many people who know us know you make really good tacos. Tony's tacos. Yeah, no, I I love, I love tacos. Um, you know, I think, I think Italian food just for my family and, uh, you know, my dad, my dad used to make just, not not used to, but and make when we were kids, it would make this just unbelievable lasagna. And it would, it, it was a recipe that was from Sicily 
and uh, from Nani Maria, his mom, my grandmother. And it it basically takes two days to make. And and it was like it truly gets better with time, like as the spices get time to do their thing with each other. It just it literally got better. And that was just there's just something so comforting about that. And and uh, I just think just in general, I, I pasta, you know, I just I probably hate way too much of it. But <laughs> I uh, but it's it just there's just something I don't know why it's just because it's warm and there's so many variations that you can do with it. And, and, or, or you can just, or just, if you just want it just unbelievably simple and just have it just be with just butter and just, or, or olive oil, you know, salt and pepper, or, or, or even just, you know, whatever you just, there's so much you can do with it. And I think, uh, and just the warmth of it and the, the fam, like how I just, it reminds me of family and people sitting around a table and a big, big, uh, big family dinner and, uh, yeah, so that's that's uh, that that's probably what comes to mind. I had this conversation with Amy, um, our you know Amy, of course, too, who who was interviewed on this podcast previously, and she and I touched on that, and we kind of concluded that like the the kind of warm, soft foods are kind of a go-to, like the ones you don't have to chew too much. <laughs> they, those seem to kind of be like a, a recurring theme when we talk about comfort foods is maybe the more the Northern people who live in cold climates, like we just gravitate toward those warm, soft foods like pasta. And sweets. I, I think, you know, as, as I, I don't eat as many sweets as I used to, but I, I'm, my name is Tony and I'm a cookieaholic. <laughs> I love cookies <laughs> and uh, I love, love, love cookies. And when I was a little kid, my dad, you know, he was a musician and he would drive, uh, he worked at night. So then he would come home and then at, at night I would hear his car coming up the driveway and I would go downstairs and he would come home and then he and I would have uh, Oreos and cookies together, Oreos and milk, excuse me. And, uh, and there's just so that, that we, wouldn't eat the Oreos hard, you know. We would have to dunk them in the dunk them in the uh, milk, get them soft. And so there's that soft thing you guys were just talking uh -huh. about. Totally. Well, your dad still and, eats his daily Oreo. Oh yeah, <laughs> Frank. I, I can't believe that it never occurred to me to buy stock in Oreos uh, <laughs> yes. at a younger age because, uh, yeah, we they there there's definitely they'll they'll notice a disturbance in the force if he ever. Uh, if he decides to, uh, <laughs> if he decides to go Hydrox or whatever, so a different, a different brand. But uh, um, yeah, I'm surprised they they, they probably going to name a wing after him. They should so, somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. You are. I can attest to the fact that you're you're a cookie monster for sure. Yeah. Yes. Have indeed. you have you um have you thought about maybe what kind of recipe you might want to share? Any thoughts? I know there's oh, yeah. something well, yes. you make that I love, but I, I want to let you see what you come up with here. Uh, <laughs> kind of on the spot here. Uh -huh. um, I, yeah. You, I, you didn't, it involves I didn't a green a one. green vegetable and and some pasta. Talk about the, my my broccoli dish. I am. I am. My garlic broccoli dish. It's yeah, so I good. Could, could do that. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's that is good. And uh, I that's a variation of what my one that my dad used to make. So he 
the lasagna would be the special occasion thing. And then the broccoli and uh, broccoli pasta would be uh, more of a, a regular meal. And his, his is a, a completely different recipe than mine. Uh, but yeah, mine's a little bit more, a little healthier, I think. And, uh, uh, you know, it, but yeah, you know, the, I, I don't mush the, uh, the garlic, I mean, not the garlic, the uh, broccoli up uh, and cook it. He makes it almost so it's like almost pureed, like a, like a pesto almost, like right? a pesto. Yep, yeah. where, where I like I like to keep make it where I feel like I don't eat enough vegetables in my life, and I feel right. like it's nice to have you know little little florets or whatever that are al dente. They're cooked, but not too much, and but then also but they have good garlic flavor and and uh, so yeah, that's that's that by, by all means that'll be what I will share or your tacos. I mean whatever you, 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 it'll be a surprise in the show notes. There we go. (laughs) We'll, we'll, we'll surprise you guys. Um, if I give, if I give the taco recipe out, then, then my secret would be out and I can't, uh, yeah, we can't do that. Can't do that. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'll do, let's do the, uh, the broccoli pasta for sure. I like it. And, And real quick, we're wrapping up soon, but just, um, speaking about your dad and his recipes. Now, when I first moved here, at Christmas time, he would make, now I'm vegetarian, so I never had, he would make these meatballs that would take forever. And he would also make, which I could eat this eggplant Parmesan, which was phenomenal. And I think you can maybe elaborate on this. I think those were also recipes from either your, your grandma or your great grandma even. Yep. Yep. So the uh, meatballs would be the same recipe that was in the lasagna that he would make. And I think it's like the secret was like, I don't know if it had religious overtones, but there was three meats that were in it. You know, it mm. was like, I think I can't remember if it was beef, veal and something, pork, pork maybe, which are yeah. all th- and pork. Yeah. Which are all things that I kind of don't eat anymore. Uh, but, but yeah, he, he, uh, but yeah, he just mixed those three together and the breadcrumbs and he just, and they fry it up and it was just this award-winning. I mean, it was just like, just kicked butt on any restaurant mm-hmm. at all. I mean, I mean, we've been up to the north end of uh, Boston, and I remember a couple of places up there that were pretty good. But it was just like, I mean, they were really good. What am I saying? But, but <laughs> as far as but as far as the meatballs were concerned, like my dad just that was the one he nailed the heck out of it. And then the same thing with the uh, eggplant. It's like oh. when I was a little kid, I just like just the name eggplant, eggplant. Yeah. It, it just, just like sounds it just sounds yucky. like it's like the first word out of a kid's mouth is no, no. Uh, and or and no thanks and uh, but eggplant and it's just like but once I learned learned to eat it's like oh my gosh it's so good and he just bread it you know breading and fl- the flour and fried it up and and uh, a little a little oily but also that was just kind of the charm of it too is just you know is what uh, made it made it feel so so good, tastes so good and feel like home. You brought up Boston and um, that triggered a memory for me of us going to visit your family out East who live most of them just North of, of Boston. But um, they would do this thing called coffee and, which was after the meal, you'd have some coffee. And when I was there anyway, they would have all these funky pastries that I had never had. Um, from the local little Italian bakeries and the the fig bars. And I don't remember everything that was there, but that is such a beautiful, you know, I, it reminded me of when 
I would be with my family in French Canada and we would do, you know, the pastries from the pastry shop after a meal and whatnot. And there's something comforting about um, having a lot of family gathered together like that, which you and I both live kind of far away from the majority of our relatives. And so um, I don't know. What, what do you think? There's something kind of special about that? Or do you think about oh, that? It, yeah, well, well it, just, it just it's all about food is bringing everybody brings everybody together. And and I think with the whole sweet, sweet thing, sweet part of the pastries, you know, a little chemical of happiness going on there, you know, sugar. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, I think, you know, I, it, it's just, it's just so cool how they just would have like total, it wasn't just like one thing. It'd be like a spread mm-hmm. of all, like you're sitting there going, <laughs> did they just say, I'll have one of everything at the shop or what, how do they do this? And, <laughs> and, uh, but it works. And, uh, and, you know, and then so you can, everybody can find something that they like and, and then what it's kind of fun to sit and guess what is going to be the last item. Like what is it, is it going to be the blue glazed, blueberry glazed donut that's last or yeah. is it going to be the uh the you know pickle flavored <laughs> tuna fish <laughs> custard uh you know i know they didn't have anything like that but it was no. just like you know just sitting there fun watching and, and uh but yeah it's uh it's all about just being family together and and uh you know just because that's what it's all about exactly exactly that's what today's all about we're family <laughs> we are family. This is this is fun. I, at first, I didn't really know how this would work, but it, it's it's actually really great. Um, my last question: I like to turn the tables a little bit and ask you, how do you bring comfort to other people? Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, well, for uh, we were talking about the whole food thing. Obviously, I love to cook for people, mm. and that is that that. Uh, brings me comfort and hopefully brings them comfort instead of indigestion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. No, I, I think, uh, you know, I think, you know, that that's, there's something just so, and I just cooking for, for people really is, is gotta be up there. And then the playing, performing music, you know, is definitely, there's just something so cool about going to either your hometown or, some random city in the world and us wherever and and whether there's 10 people there or, or a thousand but you know having people up front that are just connected with it and singing along and 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 you know no they look at having eye contact with me and knowing that a drum roll is coming or something and air drumming knowing that it's coming and just knowing that that that's bringing them you know obviously comfort and escapism and joy uh, that definitely is, uh, something, uh, on an animal front, uh, obviously here's more food thing, but it's so nice to, you know, give our dogs treats and stew Uh, and, and making them feel comfortable. And there's just something so cool about that. And just like how happy it is. And, and then, you know, making them, you know, saying earlier relaxed and and you know giving them tummy love or they're just making it so they're just feeling so comfort i've got a couple of traditions that i do with my dogs and sambuca and i have this thing called stare love uh where we ever since she was a little puppy we'd hang out on the top stair of our stairs going downstairs and it was just like just this little invention she made but we just we sit next to each other 
and she leans into me a little bit and we just kind of do a little time out together. It's so cool. We just kind of, uh, it's just a moment, have our moment. And I know, I know that it's bringing her comfort and it, she does, has no idea how much comfort it brings me. Uh, but then letting our dogs outside and letting them run in the yard when they, it's the, the weather's nice and just the happiness and joy of letting them like going, I shouldn't say this too loud, but do you want to go in the yard? Yeah. I don't want the dogs to hear that. But, uh, you know, and then just like, yes, oh my God, yes, I'd love to go in the yard. Mm-hmm. And then running around and doing that thing. And and then just seeing like Sambuca does it mostly, but she'll be lay on her back in the grass and just kind of be so like happy and like, like just scratching her back. And just you can just see the smile from, you mm-hmm. know, 30 yards away. And uh, so those are those are a few things that I, I like like to do to bring comfort to others. Is that kind of what you're thinking about? Yeah, yeah. And I love how the things that you do to bring comfort to others in return also seem to bring comfort or joy, at least to you. And so it's this beautiful cycle of, you know, of, of spreading happiness that is so badly needed these days anyway. So totally. Well, well it's like that they say in that. You know, it's better to give than receive. And, mm-hmm. you know, as a little kid, you're like all excited about getting your birthday presents or Christmas presents or whatever. But it truly, truly, truly makes me so happy because that that is a gift that I have. I'm not trying to brag on this, but I'm I'm a really good at picking out gifts for people, like being able to get a gift that they wouldn't necessarily think about getting themselves, but are psyched to get. And at least if that's not true, there people are really faking it <laughs> they like it but but i mean all joking aside they I, I i'm pretty good at that but it's just it's so cool i love that feeling of giving somebody something that well, that they would never buy for themselves necessarily but it's just like it, it's just like oh God, this is really cool thank you you know yeah. and it's just like that that feels i mean that feels better than getting something mm-hmm. i don't know for me at least yeah yeah no, I agree with you. There's something, and I think it for me it got triggered when we had Luca, our son, because I was more excited for him to open his Christmas presents, I think, than he even was. You know, there's just something really beautiful about seeing the the joy that you've brought to somebody else. So totally, something that comes to mind is when thinking about your your dad and about how he used to listen to music all the time on his headphones. And I just sat and thought, always thought about him doing that when he was younger and, you know, and what he's a deep purple fan and all the music that he used to listen to back in his day. And, and uh, that, you know, we just, all of a sudden these really nice headphones uh, came on sale and it was like one of those things where he said, you know, well, let's splurge on this for him because it's like, you know, we don't see him as often uh, if we were in the same town, we'd be buying him dinner, you yep. know? Yep once a week, once a month, whatever it is. And so, but it was just like, so cool to, to get those for him and how just the look on his face, like, Oh my gosh, this is he so, was so happy. Think, he would, he probably would not have bought them for himself, but he, you know, just that look on his face, like you should not have done this. You know, I go, do we want to return them? No, no, that's okay. <laughs> and it's like, right. Good. Yeah. Good, good. That was, that was but yeah, beautiful. It, yeah. But it's just, it's so nice. I love, I love uh, doing that. It's just, true that brings me joy brings me comfort <laughs> yeah no I'm so, with you I'm with you uh you know obviously uh 
you know, I wish I wish I had more to share, but uh, this is uh, those are those are my foggy memories that I have. No, I think this was perfect. And you know what's kind of fun about it because of course you you know, for those who don't know, Tony's quite a successful musician and has had a great career in music and he's done many interviews and sat down with many people. And um, I have a feeling though, that a lot of what we talked about today has never necessarily been mentioned in any of those. This is new, new Tony Oliveri content exclusive to the grab a blanket podcast. Uncharted territory. Uncharted territory. <laughs> Sicilian there meatballs and Sarah the cat. I love it. I love it. And your little blanket with the satin trim. So thank you so much <laughs> for taking the time to chat with me about this. I, I appreciate it. And I think everybody else will too who's listening. Cool. What a beautiful way to end our conversation. Well, thank you so much for having me. This has been awesome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And a big thank you to Tony for taking the time out of his day to chat with me, even though we have quite a large to-do list today. (laughs) Remember to check the show notes for his garlic broccoli pasta recipe. I promise you it's entirely worth it. It's absolutely delicious and very comforting. Um, If you want to learn more about Tony, you can go to TonyOliveri.com, which will lead to his um, real estate website. Tony is a realtor here in the Twin Cities area in Minnesota. And you can also learn more about his music and his discography. Uh, I believe there's a tab on the website or feel free to reach out via private message if you want more information about that. Be sure to join me next time as we discover more feel-good stories and tips and tricks to bring more cozy, calm, and happy feelings to your day. Lastly, before I go, a nod to Canal for composing the intro and outro music for this podcast, which is based on a song called The Mess Inside Your Head. Hopefully, we've helped calm that mess a little bit today. Take care and talk soon. How to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.